Yes, good evening. Welcome back to the ME7 podcast. It's one step forward and two steps back as Shields lose 3-1 on the road to Tranmere Rovers this afternoon. For a, for a side that's got hopes of a top seven finish this season, well, that seems a distant memory at the moment, doesn't it? Because the Jules fell yet again to a bottom half side certainly on the road. Um, tonight, I'm joined by Matt Olsen for, uh, to be honest, it's going to be, it's going to be a quick one this evening um, because, uh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm absolutely bored and sick and tired of, of coming on here and, and speaking about the same thing yet again about just, uh, yeah, losing, losing on the road to, to those, to those teams that in no disrespect to Tramia Rovers, we should be beating. Um, it is as simple as that. Matt Olsen, good evening, mate. Um, yeah, not a not a pretty Saturday evening to be reviewing. No, not at all, mate. Um, yeah, just really poor today. Um, you know that that there's lack of effort in that. Or sort of the lack of movement in that final third is just so so frustrating. Last week we saw what we can do going forward. And then today, like you've said in the in the thing, you know, it was one step forward, but today it was two steps back. And if you can't beat teams like Tranmere, who are struggling at the foot of the table, we're not going up this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but absolutely bang on the money, mate. It, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is as simple as that, isn't it? Is that we just cannot seem to beat teams that, certainly away from home anyway, that, that theoretically we should be beating. If we go back to the starting eleven, then, obviously the team come out very, very strong on paper. Uh, Jake Turner in goal. Uh, about four of Shea Alexander, Conor Masterson, Shadogi, uh, Scott Malone, a skipper. Uh, Ethan Coleman, Dom Jeffries, Johnny Williams, George Lapsley as a midfield uh, four, I guess, with, with Conor Mahoney in a roaming position. Um, throughout the afternoon behind uh, Tommy Nichols um, on the bench was Glenn Morris, Max Aimer, uh, Max Clark, uh, Jenny Clark, Sean Williams, Tim Dieng and Macaulay Bond. Uh, Matt, just going through the team there, just bef- obviously before the game started, we're all, we were all delighted with the team. Um, a strong team on, on I guess, ju- just the team that was played on paper in the end. <laughs> Look, if football was played on paper, I think we would have won the league by now. But unfortunately, it's not. Um, but yeah, look, when the team came out, look, yeah, of course I was happy. You know, Scott Malone back in. Um, I mean, I mean, call me, uh, you know, call this a bit weird, but to be honest, I, I would have preferred to have kept Johnny Williams as captain because I thought he did an excellent job last week. But yeah, Scott Malone coming back in for Max Clark seemed like the logical choice after the um, uh, sort of the little knock he had last week. Uh, so, yeah, again, look, on paper, such a strong team to go out there and, and, and play. And, uh, you know, before three o'clock when that team uh, she came out, I was I was feeling very positive, I can say that. Yeah, we obviously saw the, the, one, up, the one up front again, which seemed to be a problem throughout the afternoon, this afternoon. Um, Tommy Nichols up front on his own. And this is... This is the problem that I've got with this, is that, yes, people might say, well, yeah, we've, we've beaten Salford um, we've, we've won up front last week. But I, I certainly think when you're, when you're away from home, certainly, where you're going to have less of the ball um, and, and you need to make the ball stick, is it, is, it not, is it not 
better to have two up front, probably away from home, where you're going to have less of the ball, where you can you can try to pin the t- certainly the home team back towards their their own goal. Because yes, we we enjoyed a lot of early possession in that in that first half, didn't we, Matt? Yeah, we did. And look, I mean, we've we've all been saying it for you know for months and months and months. You know, even when Harris was in charge, that. We should be playing two up top. Um, okay, look, when you look at the bench, and I know Madison wasn't on the bench, so I don't know if he's had a reoccurrence of an injury, but, you know, if you were to start Bon and Nichols up front and one of them gets injured, well, ultimately, you're going to end up having to revert back to one up front anyway because you've not got any other forwards there that you can bring on. So I can understand at the moment with, obviously, Ollie Hawkins being out, why we are going one up front. But having one up front... Uh, you, you're basically um, you sort of almost gifting the, the team the opportunity that as soon as that ball goes up to that lone forward, you're just going to win it back off him. He's got no one to support him, so then you can just easily um, easily uh, sort of stop their attacks. And look, whether we're whether it's we're waiting for Ollie Hawkins to come back fit till we go back to to two up top, I just feel on Tuesday now. I think Tuesday is a massive game and. I don't. I think we need to stop playing one up top. I don't care, even if we've got you know Joe Bode on the bench as as the the alternative forwards potentially being on. I think you need to be starting Macaulay Bond and uh, Nichols up front on on Tuesday because I think it's the only way we're going to start seeing this team actually come to life. Because at the moment, just having one up top, there's no yeah, movement I've... in the box. I feel, Sorry. I feel like Matt, I feel like the problem was throughout the afternoon, Matt, was that was Tommy Nichols would drop deep into into for some reason into midfield to pick the ball up to try and start attacks off, and then we would go wide to to Latchley or Mahoney or Williams or or, or the two fullbacks, and because Nichols has dropped deep, there's then no one in the box, and so th- that's where the problem lays in in my opinion. No, you're right. I mean, this is this is the issue. I mean, obviously Tom's. Um, last year when he was playing off of um, uh, Ollie Hawkins, obviously Ollie Hawkins was your top man. He was getting your knockdowns and, and Nichols was playing off of him. And it's kind of like in, you know, Nichols' head, he, he kind of keeps reverting back to that, where we want him to be, you know, up the very top, literally leaving the line, not dropping back into midfield. He's finding that he's having to come back into midfield to get the ball. But then when he does that, We've then not got anyone up top. You know, you haven't got anyone moving in from either the wing, uh, like either Jeffries coming in or or even Johnny Williams going up to take over that position. But it's just it's really frustrating. I mean, you know, I think when you look at the stats from today, I think it's I think it says we had like eleven shots. I think it was, but up until I think it was about the seventieth minute, we had only had six of those shots. You know, so again, this is the issue. We've got lots of possession in that in the first two thirds of the pitch, which is great. As soon as we get into that final third, there is no movement. And even if there is movement, it's movement in the wrong areas. It just seems like at the moment, you know, we go a goal down and then this team thinks, well, there's nothing we're going to be able to do now. Oh, we haven't got any ideas. Oh, well, let's just, you know, kick a ball around and, and let's see if something happens. But at the moment, just not having... Uh, sort of, well, I mean, we've said it in the, uh, at the start, you know, um, at the start of the season, you know, we oh, we needed, I feel, an out-and-out goal scorer, somebody to lead the line, to literally be that poacher in the box. To, you know, I hate to say it, you want somebody like a Paul Mullen-type player up the top, somebody who's literally just going to be active in that, uh, in that box and get you goals. But when Nichols is dropping into midfield and then we don't have anyone up top, we are lacking. We're lacking creativity up the top. 
it, it's so frustrating from a, a, a Jill's point of view because if the game was played on play, say played on uh, played on paper, we would be winning this league. You know, we'd be you know up there. It's not played on paper, and with the talent we've got, how they're not doing anything and getting anything in that final third, like they did last week, they were actually we actually saw what how capable we are last week. But this week, it, honestly, it's just so so frustrating. The amount of opportunities that the players had, you know, to 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 dink a ball into the box, but then there were no runners running into the box to get onto them. Look, I, I generally think if we want to go up this year. January is going to be so so key for us, and if 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 we don't get uh, you know a decent striker and a couple of decent other players in in January, you may as well forget this season, and and you know we won't be going up this year if, if we don't don't sort of stop that right up front. Yeah, you make a good point, Matt. About obviously lots and lots of talent. We we don't obviously this afternoon we've not done a lot with the ball in terms of. Um, Getting the, getting shots on target and and actually testing that keeper. I'm just looking at the statistics now. Um, we've got an expected expected um, goals of 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 zero point fifty. Um, Sixty six ball present possession. Um, yeah, we've in terms of in terms of stats wise, it would suggest that um, we've dominated the afternoon, but very much like. That people moaned under Neil Harris is that um, we won't. We won't. It's an interesting point, Matt, isn't it? Is that I think we're we've now gone the other way, haven't we? Is that we're prettier on the eye, but I think we're a lot more suspect defensively now. Look, the the the, the only saving grace I think I can say is I'm starting to see what Stephen Clements is bringing to this team. I understand. I can kind of see what, what he's trying to go for. And yes, being a possession-based football team is great. But you know what? That possession stats could have read 99% to 1%. But we just never really looked like scoring today. I mean, the goal that um, Mahoney scored, the free kick. Yeah, OK, it was a great free kick. But to be honest, I don't even know if it was a free kick. I don't, don't think it was a free kick that, that should have been given. So I think we were lucky on that front. Uh, it, it's just so, so frustrating. And I said, when you read these stats, you know, um, uh, uh, the dual stats and facts and trivia has obviously posted it. He's, he's put, um, where was it? Uh, so, yeah, total shots, we've had 11. They've had eight. Big chances, they've had two. We've created no big chances. You know, this is the point. You can have all of the possession in the world. You can have as many shots as you want. But if you're not creating chances, you're not going to score goals. And if you're not going to score goals, well, guess what? You're not going to win football games. Yeah, obviously, yeah, we, let, let's go Let's go back through that first half then. Obviously, we had a lot of the ball. We had a hell of a lot of possession in that first half. I was obviously watching it on watching it on the ever so legal I follow, um, and and yeah, we 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 did have a lot a lot of it. And for some reason, their co commentators or certainly the the co commentator was praising us throughout that first half, saying that we're we're very comfortable in possession. Um, we're moving the ball around nicely. We've got runners in behind and and everything else, but but. But I think the one thing out of that first half is that we had a lot of we had a lot of the ball, and I think I only remember their keeper being tested once. It then I, I think then Tranmere went down our end maybe two or three times, um, 
and at the third time of asking on 43 minutes, they put themselves one nil up and uh, and went into the break in in the lead. And I, I think that was the that was the story of the first half, wasn't it? it was that we had a lot of the ball and did absolutely sweet FA with it. I mean, to be honest, that's been pretty much the story of most of our season, to be fair. I mean, you know, even when we had that winning run at the start of the season, you know, look, we were only winning games 1-0. It's because you, we'd get a goal and then we'd just sit back and then we wouldn't do anything else. And and that is ultimately, that is what's going to keep happening. You know, if we're going to go a goal down and our players' heads are going to drop like they did uh, under Neil Harris, then this is going to keep happening. You, you can't do that. I mean, look, you can say, have as much of the ball as you possibly want in a game. But if you're not creating chances at the top end, and I, said, I think you're right, they had what one, uh, the keeper made what, one save in that first half. Um, and, and, and even that, that was from a, uh, I think it was a Tom Nichols shot, if I, if I remember. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Again, that's one chance in 45 minutes that we've created. Not even class is a big chance. You know, he could have done a lot, you know, could have done a lot better, could have scored, I don't know. But look, I generally just feel that whilst, you know, whilst the players are, you know, when the players go this this goal down at the moment, you know, their heads are dropping, they're kind of feeling like they're not going to get back into it. And it just means that us as fans get so, so frustrated because, you know, we have got players in this team that are good enough. This team, if, even if we go a goal down, we should be able to turn around, snap back and, and fight and, and, and get another goal and, get, and go and get a goal. But we don't do that. We just collapse. I don't know what it is Chris, about this group about then. We say the players are good enough, but are the players in this squad good enough leadership-wise? I think this squad seriously lacks leaders. We've got Scott Malone, leader, I would say. Um, Conor Masterson, I would say, yeah, leader. Um, I'd then look through the rest of the squad and think, okay, who else? Who else is gonna? Who who else is gonna drag us through a game and get us out the other side? I mean, yeah, when you're looking at the team today. Yeah, I didn't see really many leaders on the pitch, to be honest. You know, there was nobody. I, I mean, I, I think I saw Hello. what Don Jeffrey. Oh, sorry, I'm making you hear me. Oh, can you hear me? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear me, but. Um, yeah, I, I saw at one point Dom Jeffries turn around and, and, and shout at, um, I think it might be Shay Alexander. I think, yeah, I think it might have been after the second goal. Um, and you can kind of see, at least he's there, he's trying to step, you know, there, there are players there trying to step up and take that leadership role. But yeah, you're kind of right. There, there does seem to be a lack of leadership. But I think the thing that's lacking most, and I think the thing that's going to define our season, especially come the end of January, if it hasn't happened, is if we don't get a goal scorer, if we haven't got somebody who's going to be putting the ball in the back of the net, I don't care. It doesn't matter how many leaders you know you have on the pitch. If you haven't got a goal scorer, you're not going to win games. And if you're not going to win games, you're not going to get out of this league. No, I think you're bang on the money, mate. I think the thing. I think. I think the thing is, is that that is the problem, isn't it? Is that is that we look through the squad now. I think you can hear me now, can't you? you can hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Um, we look through the squad, mate, and we look at Scott Malone, and we look at. And we look at Conor Masterson and anyone else who wants to throw a few few old comments in there. 
um, a few other players in there that I, I'm not. I'm not for one minute questioning their effort, their work rate, nothing like that. All of our players always give 110. percent But for me, a leadership quality is either ingrained in you or it's not ingrained in you. And I just think for me, we we just do not have enough players in there that will just drag us through a football match when times are getting tough. And we're under the caution, certainly away games like today. I just don't think we've got players in there that will go, right, I'm taking this game by a scruff of its neck and you lot are coming with me. And I just don't think, I, don't, I just don't think we've got enough players that are built like that. I, 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 I compare our squad to, to promotion squads that have been successful at this level and certainly squads that we've seen at this level before with us. And I just don't see an Adam Barrett type of player. I don't see a Danny Kedwell type of player. I, do, I don't see, I, I don't see players that you you look to and turn to it and go, you're going to drag us out the shit this afternoon if the shit hits the fan. I just don't see that. I mean, the the only other player I would say that in our squad at the moment that could potentially have done something like that didn't play today. Sean Williams. He's, he's the only real. Yeah, especially last year, you, you really saw him get a grip uh, of this team and um, in the, especially in the second half of the season and really sort of drag them up. And even when in the first half of last season when we were doing poorly, you could see he was a real leader on the pitch and yet he's been non-existent this season. Obviously, Clemens, for whatever reason, has decided he doesn't want him as but, part of but, his but team. My, but my, my argument with it, Matt, is that even with, even with the good, even with Sean Williams last year, it was always when the it was it was the good times. We we had a brilliant, brilliant second half of the season. Absolute brilliant second half of the season. We had a really good start to this season, and it always seems to be that this squad seems to step up when we're playing well. When we're playing well, and it's nice football, and the crowd are getting behind us, and whatever else, the squad seems to step up. The moment we concede, or we're not playing very well, or we're under pressure, we seem to fold like a pack of cards. And that is alarming to me. That is re- that does not scream that is a squad ready made for promotion. A squad ready made for promotion goes through the tough tough times together to get out the other side. And for me, I don't see a squad in there that is ready to go to war. I don't. I don't see that. I don't. I. I just. I, I'm not questioning players' effort. I'm not pe- questioning players' work rate. But I'm questioning our recruitment. I'm questioning the recruitment in that squad is that I just don't think there is enough experience. I I think it's good quality. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think there's enough experienced bodies that have been there, done it and got the T-shirt to go say, you know what? Shit's going to hit the fan today and I'm ready to drag drag you with us. You're right. And and look, there are times when these players on the pitch, they look... I'll be honest, they look like a team of individuals sometimes. They don't look like an actual team. They they just look like, you know, 11 blokes playing on a, on a pitch all that happen to be wearing the same kit. You know, sometimes it doesn't look like they're a united team. And that is the one thing as Jules fans we want. You know, you go a goal down, uh, you know, five, six, seven years ago, whenever it was, you know, you'd, you'd go a goal down uh, even away from home. But you knew that that Jules team were going to fight and fight and fight and give everything they can. And the leaders on the pitch would then step up and, and you know, you'd get something out of the game. But in the last couple of years, yeah, you're, we're not seeing that at the moment. So, look, January is going to be so, so important for us. Um 
not only do I, you know, I'll, I'll go back to what you said, but not only do we need, you know, a goal scorer, but yeah, we we need leaders on that pitch as well. We need people that are going to, you know, drag us through. Look, uh, Clements will have his, you know, have his, uh, you know, his um, uh, conversations with Kenny and, and, and Hess and, and he'll tell them, you know, the kind of player that he wants and the kind of player he looks for. But look, what we don't want is we don't want a team of individuals. We want a team united. We want a team that are going to fight to the end. And when you go a goal down, you want to know that you're going to be able to, you know, fully support them and back them and, and know that they're going to get back into the game. But at the moment, you know, this Jules team, we go a goal down. You might as well just, you know, stick out, play your seat, walk out the stadium, not come back because, you know, we're not going to get back into the game. And I think that is, that is, I just think that is the, not, it's not the heart, it's not the desire, it's not the, it's not the quality. I just think it's the, the experience around them. I think if we, if we walk, if we, if we walk through the team, Jake, Jake Turner's a young boy, Shad Ogie's a young boy, Connor Masterson's a young boy, Ethan Coleman is, um, it, you, you look at Connor, Connor Mahut, he's still young. You're looking at you're looking at all these individuals still in still in this team, and yes, okay, we 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 look round it where where the experienced heads are, where it's where it's Shay Shay Alexander's in there, and 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 you've got um and you've got Jules Lapsley in there, and Tom Nichols in there, and Johnny Williams in there, but they're 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 technically gifted footballers. They're they're not they're not leaders. They're not captains. They're not. That, that's that, that, and that's not their fault. They're not. They're just not built that way. And I think that I think that that is the issue. Is, is that I, I seriously think I, I don't think our recruitment team of Kenny Jacket and Andy Tessentaler have been upheld enough in terms of anyone's gone to him and gone. Have you actually looked at who you're recruiting and who this squad is? I think we've just added a bunch of quality to a bunch of quality and gone right. Okay. Let's make it work. Square, let, let's pick square pegs and round holes and hope it works. I, 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 I think we've honestly, we've we've just thrown a bunch of quality players together and gone right. I think this is going to be enough to get us out of this division without actually looking at what we actually genuinely needed in the summer. Um, I didn't think we needed a lot from what we added in January. And I think we ended up adding in the wrong. We actually ended up adding in the wrong places, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, up top was was key. I think a couple of uh, wide wide players was key. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna say an unpopular opinion here, probably from for most Jules fans, but I think it's time to bring Max Amar back into the team. Um, you know, I think Shad didn't hasn't had the best last few games you know he's he's pretty inexperienced you know I, I think I, I think changes need to be made across the board because look we okay we may have won 3-1 last week um you know and you may everyone may have been you know over the moon at the, fo- the kind of football we're playing but you know you're right there's there is there's inexperience in this team there's there's players in this team that I don't feel necessarily work that well together you know I think um um Conor Masterson and Max Amar were were excellent last year, and I, I think, you know, I didn't think Shay had a uh, Shay had a bit of a bad game today. But I, I think it's time that you know Clements comes in and, and basically reassesses the team, and let's stop playing four at the back. Maybe let's go to three at the back. Maybe let's go three five two. 
you know, I I I I will always say that I always thought Jules. You know, everyone knows me. I I believe Jules are going to beat Man United seven nil and all this. And but something needs to change. We've changed the manager, but something else still needs to change. And I don't think it's necessarily the personnel. I don't I don't think we've got bad players. We've got great players, but I just think something needs to change and. Whether it's the recruitment side of things, whether it's time for you know for Brad to think about maybe moving on from Kenny or and Hessen to somebody else, whatever whatever it is, something needs to change at this club if we want to get out of this division. If nothing changes next year, we'll be in League Two still. <laughs> That's the thing, isn't it? I, I've obviously listened to Steve Clements' interview after, and and he said a number of changes need to happen. Um, Regardless of whether that's in the team or it's it's in January again, it's gonna it's gonna probably take another uh, again another window to sort this sort this squad out. Um, yeah, I guess we look at the we look at the second half then, and we and like like we've said, didn't we? We we completely folded. We completely folded in a, in a mad mad ten minute spell um, where we just yeah we just looked sort of all over the shop. Um, where do you think that comes from, Matt? Do you think that comes from, like you say, a lack of experience where for five, ten minutes in the second half, away from home, where there's a six, seven thousand gate, you just need to you just need to game manage a little bit, don't you? Um and do you think that is probably the, the lack of experience heads in, in in that in that moment, in that situation? I hope it is. I, I, I generally, you know, I, I hope it is just a lack of experience, and then you know, come the end of the season, these players, you know, when you look at like Ethan Coleman, this is you know his first season in, uh, you know, in the in the EFL, um, you know, there, there is you're right, there's a lot of inexperience in that team, and and hopefully by the end of the season, these players will be experienced enough, but we're going to, need to make sure we're up at the top end of this uh, at the end of the season because. Look, it's just really frustrating. The more, the more I keep thinking back to it, the more I keep thinking, you know, that was getting rid of Neil the right choice at the time. Is Stephen Clements the man going to get us out of the league? Oh, there's just so, so many questions about this Jules team. And until, you know, until January comes, I just feel we're going to struggle now until January. Uh, just with the players we've got, unless something else changes, you know, he's kind of had a full week on the training pitch. We've got, what, two days, or three days, whatever it is, and then we've got, uh, was it ASC Wimbledon at home? Yeah, we, we've not got long, you know, to get to January, but if we start to keep losing games and drop further and further and further away from the playoffs, we are really going to struggle. And, you know, yeah, experience is going to be needed. You know, leadership is going to be needed in January. A goal score is going to be needed in January. But if we lose games between now and the end of the season, now and the, uh, the end of December, sorry, before January comes, I'm I'm really worried for what's going to happen to this team. OK, <clears throat> let's bring Owen in then. Owen, good evening, mate. Um, yeah, just, yeah, just give us your assessment, I guess, of of today and, and and what's what's happening at the moment? Yeah, firstly, apologies for anyone listening. If I keep going, if I just end up going over old ground about what you and Matt have already talked about, I'm sure you've gone um, in depth already. But um, yeah, everyone who listened to the preview on um, on Thursday night, we know what I thought about going into this game. And I, I looked at it and I thought, how many examples have we had this season of going to teams who are in poor form or lower down the table? You know, Grimsby, Walsall. Uh, there's another one in there I can't quite remember. Colchester at home, for example, um, and 
we don't turn up and we get rolled over. And it's, it's something that I looked ahead to this game and I thought, if we want to get into the playoffs, we want to be pushing to get into the positions we want to be. We can't afford to drop points against these sort of teams. We just can't. And I know I've seen people say we don't have any God-given right to win games. Of course we don't. But I don't think we should be going there expecting teams to roll over for us. I think we should be going there expecting that our team is good enough to get a result against a team that are quite poor and the results have shown as such. And it's, you know, we, we all talk about the saying generous Gillingham and we sort of make a laugh and a joke about it, but it is a very serious thing. And that's uh, Doncaster's the other one I was thinking about. Um, but it is a very serious trope now. It's it's not it's not become a, a, a flying joke. It's become a reality that whenever we go to a team away from home who are poor in bad form, not doing well, we, we seem to be the ideal opponent for them. And it's so, so frustrating that we can't seem for whatever reason to just go to teams that we should be beating away and get a positive result. We don't even get draws. We just get beat. And it's not even by small margins anymore, is it? You know, the Warsaw game, we got battered the second half today. We got battered second half. And it, it, it makes me, it makes me think like, you know, when we, it was under Harris, we were still losing these games, but we weren't losing them heavily. And now with Clements trying to play his new direction, we seem to be playing more attacking wise, having having more possession, but still getting beat. And you know that's not me going in on Clements, not at all. But it's far too early for that. But it, it points to me that the the issue may be more of the players that we've got at the minute. They're they're not capable of going to places that most other teams who have ambitions in this league can go and easily get results because they're good teams and they know how to do that. We were scrapping it first half of the season, uh, first few games of the season. Sorry, away from home. You know Sutton, we didn't play particularly well. We got away with it. Obviously, they've turned out to be a really poor side in the well not in the end but where they are currently and you'd expect them to be certainly down there right until the end if not go down themselves you know Crawley we thought would be a team down the bottom they've turned their season into quite a positive one so that result looks quite good but again we weren't great and it's the away form that's becoming a huge issue for us now and it really is and I don't I'm not sure everyone else feels the same I'm just so frustrated about going to teams going away to teams and and you know, having such low expectations now that like I thought we'd win today. I thought, you know, this is the first away game under Clements against a team that we're expected to beat. Wrexham is obviously a very difficult task in his first game, but this is one that stood out to me, especially after a really positive second half. Everyone was really high on last week. Um, a really good second half, strong positive performance against Salford. And you think we go to an away ground, get our waveform back on, back on the right stretch and, and back it up with another result. And we've, we've not done it. We have... We've had a lot of possession today by the looks of it. We've created a few ch- half chances here and there, mostly in the second half when the game was gone. And we've conceded three shots on target and conceded three goals. It's just, it's, it's not good enough. It really isn't. And again, this isn't a, a, a entire raid on Clemens. It's just really the team, really. I don't know. I, it's, I'm not overreacting, I don't think, when I, when I say things like this either. I know a few people have said it's a bit of an overreaction with one point outside the playoffs. And it's, that's just great. But... We can save a one point outside the playoffs, but the results and performances like today give you any indication that we're going to be there come the end of it if we can't improve on that. No, it doesn't. And the hope is that we get to January and we can bring in some new players who can help us with it because for one reason or another, this this group of players just don't seem to be able to get the job done away from home. And you know, we're not talking about we've gone to Mansfield, we've gone to Notts County, we've gone to Wrexham today and we've 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 been beaten and we've not played particularly well. We're talking about, you know, with all due respect to Tranmere team who, who aren't going to put up any trees this season. They're massively underachieving. <clears throat> They're a team who, who have injuries in their squad. I think their best player was only able to make the bench today. Um, I think Hawks' name is or something like that. And we, we've gone there and rolled over for them. And it's the same we played Walsall. They'd lost 4-0 to Sutton a few days before players I own beat us easily and it's you've got to question the mentality of these players and you know 
I, I don't know. It's, it's incredibly frustrating. We've got a very, very difficult game on Tuesday against uh, Wimbledon, I believe, beat Notts County today. They're in good nick. Got a very dangerous play in El Hamidi, El, El, El Mohamedy, maybe potentially. Um, and it, it's just going to be really difficult because you don't know what you're going to expect from this Gillingham side. And although that is, you know, exciting and ambiguous sometimes, you, you don't you do know what to expect when you go away from home against a lesser side. But we can go to. I know Swindon weren't in good form at the time and they've only just won the first game in eight today, but we went to Swindon, played the certain way and got the game won. And that's just the point of call away from home. You don't know what sort of performance you're going to get. You know, we can have all the possession we want, but if you're not doing anything when you get into the final third, it, it counts for nothing, unfortunately. And that's the case today. And unless things drastically change in our troubles, I, this, this is the reason I can't see us knocking down that, that door of the top seven. And, you know... <laughs> If we don't make the playoffs, I think this season's really been a write-off and a failure, and that's not something I want to happen. But you know, it is something that really, really needs sorting out. You know, it's even more disappointing considering, as I said, how well we played last week, and you thought everyone would be on a high going into this week. And again, we we can't go to Tranmere and just expect them to roll over. But that's not my point. My point is, I don't expect us to go there and then to roll over. I expect us to have a good enough team and the ability and the confidence amongst ourselves to go there and get the result. And you know, not only have we not done it, we've been we've been stuffed on the road again by poor side, and it's just not good enough. Yeah, bang on the money. Um, yeah, like Owen says, it is a very very difficult game Tuesday night. Um, Matt, uh, obviously Wimbledon at home, come to Priestfield. Um, what the hell does Steve Clements and and the Jills do um, ahead of Tuesday night? I guess. My, in my own honest opinion, I just feel that something needs to change. And I think the best thing to do in terms of change is start changing personnel. Because look, when Tim Deanne came on, um, when Clark came on, I think they changed the game. Um, I think Deanne was, was excellent when he came on. So for me, he's got to start on Tuesday night. Uh, look, again... If you decide to go for a back three, go for you know Shad, uh, Max, and and Connor. But if you're going to play for play your back four again, for me, I think Max needs to come into the starting eleven. Uh, I just think again, just think having that bit of experience at the back. You know, you forget at the moment we've got two you know quite young guys at the back. Okay, I know Connor's what twenty three, twenty four has played a few games in the the EFL, but look, he's still still relatively new to the EFL. EFL. So for me, you know. I think Max and Connor did excellent last year. I'm not saying Chad has, has had, you know, a, a, a terrible season. He's been really good for us, but I just think in the last few games, he's he's starting to be a bit caught out. I just think changes need to be made. I think, yeah, Tim DM needs to start. I, I want us to go two up top, although that's not going to happen. You know, I, Tuesday is so, so important in front of what hopefully be, you know, Pat Freesfield. We need that win. We need to, we need to wipe this game and forget about it and, and, and get a good win on Tuesday. The problem I feel is, is if we don't get a win on Tuesday, things are going to start turning out. You know, you're going to get all the older Clements out, lot going to come out on Facebook and Twitter and, you know, how bad we're playing and all this. But for me, Tuesday is so important that we get those three points because if, if we don't, like, I just really see us struggling the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, like you say, Wimbledon, difficult side, beat County today, um, which is which is obviously no mean feat. Um, yeah, like Matt says, do, do, is the way forward bringing experience back into the team? 
Um, I think you can certainly argue it. I think um, more so in terms of bringing Aimer back in. I know that's not where everyone's going to want to hear, but I think, think Shad's been exceptional for the vast majority of the season, but you have seen little errors creep into his game here and there. I think the third one went through his legs today, the error wrecks him as well. And I don't think Connor's been at his best this season at any point, really. I think he's been okay, but I don't ever think he's really been outstanding at any point. And I think Max, <clears throat> to his credit, when we've had to... Get, uh, when we were getting all those clean sheets to start the season, he was part of that that back line. So I think he'll, he'll be knocking on the door with Stephen Clements, saying, "Is it my turn to have a game?" And you know, <clears throat> if he does get that opportunity, it, it, it give him a good chance to to put himself back into the team permanently. But we'll see. I don't, I don't expect there to be changes. To be honest, I don't think uh, Glenn Morris will come in. For example, I think I just don't see um, Clements going for that at this point in time. And I think he probably will stick with Marston and Ogie, but I wouldn't be against. Aimer coming in, which is something I don't think I've ever said in my life, but there you go. Um, but yeah, I, I think either way, whatever team we go, it's going to be a really tough game. They drew level on points yesterday, uh, one would, and uh, after that went over Notts County, stuck four past them. I know Notts concede a lot, but that's still a very good return from them. And they've got a very dangerous striker, and it's you know it's hard to really make predictions for the game, really, because like I said, you don't know what Gillingham side are going to turn up. You're at home, which gives us the advantage, and we are generally quite strong at home, but again, it's from this group of players, you don't know what to expect, and that's a bit of a, a bit of a concern. Okay, yeah, all right. Um, we'll let, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll just read out we'll, we'll read out the comments that have come in from 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 everyone. Um, yeah, keep 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 But if you're going to bring Amy back into the lineup, it definitely can't be an expensive um of OG. A bat three is a better option. OG's quality at this level is incredible, as he's shown this season. A few bad games shouldn't cost him his place. Justin Foot put uh, Justin Foot put uh, Shad took. Uh, take too many risks for me playing centre-back. Center uh, Stu Lewis said paying the price for a poor transfer window in the summer. Kenny Hess can't be trusted in January. Mike Cunningham said in order to be successful, you need leadership, experienced characters and winners. You need players who have been there and done it. You you hit the nail on the head, sir, but how many of the squad are ready to go to war? The mentality in this squad needs to be a winning one. Uh, David Creasy said, yeah, would you consider three at the back? And, and going two up top, Matt Olsen answered that. Um, and Julian um, said, totally agree, I mean, we play teams in form. Um, we'll end it here tonight then, because it's, um, it's, it's it's getting pretty late and, and I'm sick of moaning about Gilles. Uh, oh, there's one last comment for you. Silly me, I genuinely believe we were, saint today. we were getting saint today after last week's performance. All that position with no end product, Tramia were not even good, but still run out of comfort winners. I don't think uh, Steve Clements has the players to do what he wants to do. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe January is the, uh, is the, is the, is what we're waiting for. I can't believe we're, uh, yeah, we're, we're into the, we're into uh, Brad Gallison's first full season and we're, and we're crying out for, for January again, but that, that potentially may be, well, what saves us um, yet again this season. Yep. One step forward it is, two steps back. Jules lose on the road to Tremor Rovers. It's on to Tuesday night against a tricky AFC Wimbledon side at Prusor Stadium. And we'll catch you uh, next week for, for much more content um, than hopefully, and hopefully reviewing a, a, Jules, a Jules win this time. Thank you all for listening. Good night. Up the Jules. <laughs>